my loves, welcome to the Create and Elevate Her podcast. I'm Ashley Avila, ER nurse, Enneagram 9, and mindset and self-love enthusiast. I know you're tired of feeling stuck with where you're at in life. You find yourself heartbroken or going through a life transition and just don't know where to go from here. You're wanting the guidance, motivation, mindset tools, and the self-love that you can apply in your life to be able to navigate this healing and self-growth journey. So if you're ready to learn and grow and create the life you want and elevate your best self, then girl, grab your $6 latte or fill up your glass of wine and let's dig in. Hello, hello, and welcome back, guys. I am so excited to have Patricia Poor on today's episode. She is an online fitness coach who has a passion for helping high-achieving women worldwide reach their fitness goals in a sustainable way while also improving their relationship with their bodies and food. Party girl turned bikini athlete turned sustainable fitness coach. She talks about leaving her 9-to-5 marketing job breaking off an engagement, and selling all her things to go all in on her business. Her superpowers include consistency and mindset. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Patricia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited for today's conversation. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am equally excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so go ahead and, you know, we've already talked a little bit about our stories and it's pretty crazy how it's so similar yet so different, obviously, right? But I think that we really connected on that, on our journey of self-development, right? And the things that we've been through. And if if you're okay with sharing with the listeners, how that journey looked like for you, your self-development journey, and um, how you got into the fitness world. Yes, of course, I would love to. Um, so I found it really amazing when we found each other, you know, on on Instagram and we connected. That as as you said, like our stories are so so similar. So um, basically, you know, both of us um, leaving, you know, along. Um, lasting like relationships, uh, stepping out of it and starting uh, kind of like a new life, right, <laughs> for ourselves. Um, and I think, you know, like um, the biggest part of it is like self-development when you really like realize um, what's important to you, right? And then you start making these moves. So for me, um, my self-development, it's uh, came through like I started out on my self-development journey through fitness um, all of it was through fitness and because of fitness um, and this is why I am uh, an online fitness coach now and that's what I coach my clients on uh, as well so basically how it started out for me is that um, after uni um, you know when during uni you're just like partying and drinking and and all of that enjoying life which is university for those of you who don't know what uni is, right? It's like college. Yes, right? university. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. University. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm on the other side of the ocean, so <laughs> on the on the verge. So I guess like yeah, uni is university. Exactly. <laughs> so you know when when um, you know you get out of uni and uh, you have just like partied like four years of your four, four years of your life, and then you start working, and then at some point I was like, there must be more to life than just work and then on the weekends go out and drink and then work again I was just like I kind of like lost like what the meaning of life was for me 
uh, because I'm like, what if I lose my job? Like, you know, this like what stays with me? And I started thinking about this whole thing of like, okay, but who am I as a person outside of my job and outside of like partying, you know? And then I started like going into different things. I'm like, okay, like, what do I really like to do? I, I kind of like started discovering myself and uh I started like writing, but that was not my thing. And then I got into fitness and that was something that's, that really stuck with me. And um, through fitness, um, you know, like the self-development starts from um, building your confidence. Uh, I think everyone starts out on their fitness journey uh, wanting to look better, right? So you have like a physique goal kind of, but after like a few weeks or months, when you go at it like consistently, you start realizing that your self-confidence is growing um, because, you know, you you make a promise to yourself that you're going to show up in the gym and this showing up again and again and again, it just builds your self-confidence and self-trust. And you learn to prioritize yourself and be like, you know what, like I made an appointment with myself to go to the gym after work today and I'm not going to cancel on myself, you know? And um, when you do that, like in the beginning, it's hard, right? But when you do that over and over again, you learn how to um, how to prioritize yourself, really, and how to like kind of like realize what's important to you and start um, realizing how much fitness is like life. So <laughs> it sounds it sounds a bit like whoa. Uh, but let me explain. I don't know if, if this is uh, something that's like uh, interesting to you and, and the audience, but, you know, in in fitness and in, in the gym, you can like you have to take personal responsibility. You can not cheat. You know, if you don't put in the work, the results will not come. And it's the same thing in life as well. Uh, if you don't do something, you know, we are adults and we have to show up for our responsibilities, even when we don't feel like it. And, you know, in fitness, you can practice this. You can practice this um, through your workouts and then you can use that in other areas in your life, right, as well. Um, so these were, oh yes, and the, and other like huge, huge thing is um, delayed gratification honestly, because in fitness, such as in life, that's why I'm saying that fitness is like life, like a mini life, um, that um, you have to put in the work, even when you don't see the results. So, you know, you go to the gym once and you look into the mirror the next day, you won't see a difference, right? But you keep on going, you keep on going and you have to trust the process and know that if you keep on putting in the work, um, the results will come. And uh, I think it teaches you patience. And this is also something that you can put on into other areas of your life. So uh, I think this is what fitness means to me. And this is what, why it's so important and why I find it so transformative and why I shifted my career from marketing to fitness. Oh, wow. So you were, so you, cause you're full-time now, right. As a fitness coach. Yes. And so tell me how that transition was going from working. I'm assuming you were working nine, nine to five with your marketing job. Yes. And what made you want to make that jump from 
working nine to five to then following, you know, what you loved doing, which was fitness. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is an amazing question. I love talking about this. So exactly. So when I got out of university, I started working in marketing. Um, I actually had, like, I, I really enjoyed my job. Uh, I had like, you know, I, I was a project manager, a creative project manager. I did video and photo productions and it was always fun and it was always, I loved it. Um, but on the side, when I started going to the gym more, um, I, you know, I started developing this interest towards fitness. So during COVID, during the pandemic, uh, I decided to get certified as a personal trainer. So that's what I used my time for <laughs> that we could spend at home. And uh, that was just for myself, right? And I was still doing my nine to five marketing job. And in the evenings and on the weekends, I got certified as a personal trainer. And then I was like, huh, you know what? I could actually help people, you know, through this process because fitness gave me so much clarity about my life and what's important to me that I was like, I think I could really bring value to the world in this form as well. So as like a side project, I started my online fitness business and I started having clients and I was handling them in the evenings and on the weekends uh, for two years <laughs> whilst I was still in marketing. And um, honestly, like I always kind of knew that this time will come when I once resigned but I never knew like how or when and I, I was so scared because you know you have this like traditional life path um imprinted in you by society telling you that you know go to university get a job get married uh have children and then that's the perfect life and I actually had that I went to university <laughs> I had a really good job that I also enjoyed. I was engaged. I was in a long uh, relationship and, you know, um, I had a car. I had a beautiful apartment looking over the Austrian uh, mountains and I had this perfect life, <laughs> but something didn't feel right. Like something, I felt like there is something more out there and and I didn't know what it was, but I just felt that there is something out there and I have to like chase it. So I think like inside of me, I always had this like, mm, but because I had this perfect life and because people were also telling me, oh my God, um, your job is so cool. You know, you're going to get married. Like this is all perfect. And I'm like, okay, so this is perfect, but it doesn't feel perfect. So, but how do you leave something that's not wrong? Or it just doesn't feel right. Like it's such a like I felt stuck. It it was really this feeling of feeling stuck. Really, I I don't know how it was for you, but that was like me. And so I felt stuck in this beautiful and perfect life. <laughs> um, and you know, I was also doing my fitness business like on the side so people were like oh you're also so successful and how do you do all of this you know <laughs> and uh, so it's all perfect but at some point um you know it also like in my relationship I started feeling that we kind of lost um the common ground for communication and we started going into different directions and and slowly, it was a very slow process. It took 
months and months and months of thinking and and conversations um we ended this relationship and uh with that I was like okay if this is ending then I'm going to say fuck everything else as well <laughs> I resigned from my nine to five um I sold 80% of my belongings um I sold my car uh, we sold all our furniture that we owned together um I gave away like 70% of my clothes like literally like my wardrobe right now it's like two big suitcases and that's it so I can basically get on any plane and go anywhere I want right now because I'm so light like my life is just light <laughs> and um and yeah and that was the point where really like starting from breaking up uh, our engagement that's where I was like okay I think this is a sign and I'm going to do all of this at the same time so I resigned from my nine to five and I said I'm going all in on my fitness business and this is it I'm doing it and this is how I, I got here <laughs> um, and it is a scary scary place to be because you are giving up something perfect uh in, perfect, in the tradition right? yes, yes in the traditional yes. sense but for what you know you don't know but but what will come uh, I always knew I had the conviction that what I'm doing as an online fitness coach um is something that I can provide so much value with and I had really like amazing results with my clients um so what I coach is not only fitness so you know it's not like an eight or 12 week transformation of like quick transformation and then you know go to a photo shoot and then done but I really work with my clients on their mindset as well and uh it's more like transformational coaching I would say rather than transformation you know um if that makes sense Sorry, I was um, wondering too how you navigated that uncertainty as far as like you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know if you were going to succeed or not in your business, right? You you didn't know what was going to come next. So how did you how did you deal with that? I I did. I had been building up my business in the past two years by that time, right? So I, I oh, did have a bit of like social proof of like yes like what I do does make sense it was not at all like you know I, I wasn't earning a full-time salary so I did not have you know that point where I'm like okay I can actually like um do that but but I had to like it felt like it was the right time in the life sense and I just had this like deep belief that I can make I can scale it to an extent where I can live from this, you know, full time <laughs> at some oh, point. Oh, I see. So, so you kind of planned it out a little and it was just like the perfect time and you were just like, I'm going to take this opportunity. Yes, exactly. So I knew that it was working. It wasn't at the scale, at the scale right. that I could make a full-time living, but I had the belief and I believed in this timing, you know, the timing of my relationship ending uh, I was like, I think I need to take this moment for everything and draw like, you know, clean slate and let's start and be all in because I think there is a huge, huge, um, there's a huge, huge advantage of being all in into something, you know, instead of like being 
scattered around like okay I'm, I'm doing a little bit of this a little bit of that but then what are you doing and it is scary because there was the uncertainty that of course like I didn't know whether it was going to work whether I was going to be able to make a full living but you need to have a certain uh, level of belief that this will happen for me and I felt that and I was scared and I, I spent days just like face down on the carpet in the middle of my living room being like I just can't you know when you just like can't deal with life and you don't want to like <laughs> think you just don't want to exist it's just like because you are questioning like it's a constant like wave of like yes I'm doing this I believe in this but then the next moment you can drop off this like cliff and be like did I make the right decision like I gave up something perfect I like is it gonna work how I don't know am I even like who let me out unsupervised to this life you know like sometimes I was just like what am I doing like please someone tell me please someone like help me like which way am I going um am I allowed to do this you know sometimes I was just like who let me do this like I I I questioned my like what am I doing and then but then the next day I was like I saw my clients I got so much energy back from my existing clients right um who I, I saw their transformations I saw how much progress they made in their mindset and and all of that and that gave me then a reassurance that yes what I'm doing is actually valuable so whew, it was a lot of like just so many emotions that you just feel overwhelmed the whole time and you're just like I just sometimes you're just emotionally so tired like drained because it's either very happy or very sad but it's never nothing you know (laughs) and what was the time span like between leaving the relationship quitting your nine to five selling all your things all your belongings what was that time frame there yeah so um when so when my relationship ended um we had I had a three months um, resignation period. So in Europe, it's three months, not two weeks. I know that in the US, it's like uh, very, very short. Um, So when I submitted, you know, I still had to work uh, in my nine to five job for three months. Same was uh, to give up our flat. Uh, We had to give a three months notice. Um, So that kind of gave us a time frame to like, okay, we have three months to sort everything out. And um, so... Um, that was it, three months. But at the same time, um, in these three months, like processing everything was so hard because it's not just like, okay, you have to figure out like, how am I going to sell my car? How am I going to, you know, get rid of all my clothes? Where am I going to live? Because I used to live in Austria and now I'm going to be location independent. Do I go back home uh, to Hungary? I am from Hungary. Uh, do I start traveling? Uh, what do I do with my life? And making all of these decisions whilst you're emotionally processing like what's going on it's it's insane um I actually moved in um to the living room of one of my uh, best friends um for these like three months so I can you know be in a safe space I can be a little bit alone but also not alone um and and figure things out but it was really hard and it was so we had three months 
and I had three months to to figure everything out and um, it had to happen. <laughs> yes. Can we just give it up for our friends, for, by the way, because I feel like the same thing happened for me too, where I had to move out and I had to figure out where I was going to live. And I crashed out at a friend's place for a couple months, I think. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, lifesavers, lifesavers. Yes. 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 Huge shout out. Yeah. Can you talk a little more about how fitness can really help someone, especially for the listeners here? And I've gotten messages about how many of them are really just learning to love themselves again. And as far as with my story, I think that you, if you're, if you don't look a certain way, like you see on, on Instagram or, you know, in whatever in the media, you feel like you're not enough, like you're not beautiful enough. Um, and so how can fitness really help the listeners work on their, on the relationship with their bodies? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very good question. And this is something that I work on with my clients a lot because uh, most women in this like age in society, we always struggle with with, bo with body image because we get it from the society that you should look like uh, a Victoria's Secret model or whatever it is. Like it's it keeps on changing, right? Like sometimes you have to be thin, sometimes you have to have a big booty, sometimes like I don't know, it it keeps on changing, right? So who can keep up and like you can't like come on. <laughs> yeah. So so what is it now that I have to be, you know, and why? Um, so I think the first question is, um, when someone comes to me like, okay, I, I want to look like this because most people start their fitness journey because of like, you know, a physique uh, that they want to achieve. And I'm like, okay, uh, let's start here. And my question is always, why do you want to look like that? Why would you like to lose 10 kilos? Like what, what is the reason behind it? Would that make you happy? Why would it make you happy? And I keep on asking. So I usually go down like a three to five why questions of like whenever someone like replies, why do you want to lose these 10 kilos? XXX. And then why, but why? <laughs> and um, and at some point um, you realize that you either, like that most of it comes from uh, from the outside, from the external world. And here is where this, where you have to have a conversation with yourself and ask yourself, okay, but if I close out all the external noise, all the family members who are commenting on my body, all the media, um, who do you want to be? What type of person do you want to be? Um, how do you see yourself, you know, live your life? What is important to you? And I think you really have to do some soul searching on your own, in your little bubble, on your own, um, and see what you really want and what is really important to you. Um, and <laughs> once you did that work, then you can start looking at your fitness. And um, I, I don't know if you've like ever done like something like this. Yes. So as far as like um, the soul searching and really getting down on your yeah. why, I think that is so yeah. huge. And I think I mentioned this in one of my other episodes is really asking yourself, why are you doing this? Whatever it is. And right now we're talking about fitness. So why is it that you want to start working out? And for me, initially, 
I want, I was like, my mindset was like, I'm going to get the best bod. I'm going to like show him and I'm going to get that revenge body. Like, but it only, it doesn't take you far. That reason does not take you far. It's not enough to get you to the gym on the days where you don't want to go right on the mm -hmm. days where so many things happen you're you're sore or like you woke up late whatever it is it's not enough to get you there and i realized that once i really figured out and i did my own soul searching as well once i realized okay i want to do this for me because i want to feel strong because i want to have the energy to do the things that i love the most right and to be able to live a not only just a long life, but a quality, like have a good quality of life, right? Yes. So those were yes. my big deep, deeper reasons for for wanting to go to the gym. Because it really is the days that you don't feel like going, <laughs> you need to go back to the reason why you started and it has to be strong enough to keep you going. Yes, exactly. 100%. You sound like a coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I know it, it really shows that you've also done like all of this like self-development work. And I think like connecting with your why, that's the first step. Um, and then secondly, when you struggle with body, bad body image days, that's something that uh, we all do. Um, and believe me, like I have been stage lean, so I've done bodybuilding competitions. Um I, you know, right now I'm in an improvement phase. I have like quite a lot of muscle um, and it doesn't matter how lean you are. Even then you will have bad, bad body image days. And on these days, um, it's, I think one very important thing is to think about what is happiness to you uh, that is not, you know, connected to your looks. So what is it outside of your looks? that makes you happy and what is it that's really meaningful to you in your life um and for me to me it is really about real meaningful connections uh and my family and it sounds weird but on bad body image days i think about the people who are the most important to me and be and i'm grateful for them instead of like putting my worth like connecting it to how i look that's beautiful. I, I love that. I think that's um something really good to to put into practice as far as like the days that we have those bad body images, right? Because we all have those days. Even I still have those days. And I think that there are certain parts of me where I'm like, oh my gosh, like my hip dips are very noticeable, you know? And I'm like, it's such a normal thing. Like, why did we make this like out to be like something that's not normal or whatever it is. Right. Or like my, my little, like my belly, whatever it is. Like I have so many things, yes, right. That yeah. we can, uh, we have those days where we start to really just pick at ourselves. Right. Um, so I think that maybe reminding ourselves of that on those days is so important. And I think, um, you know, we talked about delayed gratification and just being patient with ourselves and giving ourselves grace. Like the fact that we are showing up, like you mentioned as well, it gives you that you're practicing discipline, you're practicing commitment, like showing up. Right. And so yes. I think that that's so important. And I think people forget that it's, you're playing like the long game, like you're, you're playing, you, it's not just like you go in and you're going to get these muscles or the physique you want or whatever it is, right. Or the energy it's going to take some time. 
Exactly. And this is exactly uh, my coaching philosophy as well uh, as a fitness coach, um, because nowadays fitness industry, all you hear is like, get your eight week transformation, get visible apps in 21 days. And this is so harmful you know to our own like self-image because then we try and we don't get visible abs in 21 days and then we give up so um how i look at it is that it is really about sustainability uh and seeing results on the long term and that is that ties in exactly with um being patient uh putting in the work but you don't have to do the biggest actions and you don't have to go all in. You don't have to do seven days a week. You need to rest and you need to find a routine that works for your life. Uh, because if, you know, after like the eight weeks, you cannot keep up uh, with, the, with that routine that you did for eight weeks, then what's the point? So it is really about finding what works for you, for your life, and then keep on doing that forever. And forget about this, okay, I'm doing this for eight weeks and then we're done with the transformation. No, this is a transformation for life. Um, how I call it, how I like to look at it is really that um, life and fitness um, are, it's like a game of Super Mario that, you know, you are, you're going you, you, um, in, in a level and then when you get to the end of the level, you unlock a new one and then you up level and then you start again and you go, 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 go. And then you get the princess and then you up level and then you go, go, go. And it's a never ending journey of self-development and getting better day after day and really understanding that you don't need to get there in eight weeks or 12 weeks. It is about a lifelong pursuit of getting better. Absolutely. And I think um, it's also so important to celebrate the milestones when you're getting up yes. to when you're leveling up, right? Or, you know, unlocking the next level you, I think it's so important to celebrate those wins to keep you going. I think that that is amazing. The work that you're doing is amazing. And I think we also forget that not only are we having a physical transformation, but we're also also having a mental, spiritual emotional transformation yeah. as well it is all tied together it really is it's 100 and as i said most people start for the physique uh development uh, reasons but after a few weeks it turns into like really mindset development and the physique that you get um you know throughout uh, this journey that's just the side effect and my clients right now they are celebrating wins in their mindset in their performance and the fact that they are looking better and better and better and stronger that's just a side effect you know sometimes exactly. i have to remind them like oh and by the way you look amazing your visuals in today's check-in they look amazing you know and i love that that's like looking good is just a side effect of your mindset transformation absolutely that is beautiful it's just all around, right? You just, it starts leaking into all areas of your life, right? Everything, everything. So for me, fitness is the vehicle of unlocking your whole life. Um, this is how my own self-development journey started and I'm still on it. Um, obviously there are other ways as well, right? Uh, but this is how I can um, help um, other women start on their journey as well through fitness. 
that is what I do. And that's my expertise. <laughs> Thank you so much, Patricia, for being on here and sharing your wisdom. It's been so much fun. How can the listeners connect with you? Yes. So first of all, my pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I think you have like what you're doing here is, is really amazing and it will be so helpful for so many women. Um, yes. So, <laughs> um, so you can find me on Instagram uh, under at patricia.fitnesscoach. Um, I am also on LinkedIn. Um, my name is Patricia Poor and uh, I have my website, which is also um, patriciapoor.com. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'll, put I, the, I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. So don't you worry. <laughs> it's perfect. And also anyone I, like my inbox is always open. I love chatting about, you know, thoughts around body image, uh, your relationship with food, self-development. So just feel free to reach out to me anytime. Thank you so much, Patricia. No, actually, thank you so much for having me. Uh, such a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. If this podcast episode inspired you, taught you something, or moved the needle for you in your growth journey, then please share it with a girlfriend. Leave a review or screenshot the episode and share it on Instagram and tag me at itsashleyavila underscore. I would forever be grateful for you guys, and I can't wait to hear from you. You can also join the free Facebook community, Create and Elevate Her. Until next time, friends, and remember, it's a good day to have a good day.